Welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano from Feliciano Financial Group. In this podcast, brothers and certified financial planner professionals, Jose and Jeff, explain that money is just a tool to achieve the things you want in life, a tool to make the decision to live life on purpose. They draw from years of experience to demonstrate that when your money aligns with your goals, you can live a purposeful life. Because when your vision is clear, your decision is easy. Hello and welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. On the last podcast, the gentleman really educated me and the entire audience on protection and really focused on family. Uh, I, I know that we spoke about a part two, which is going to be protection. We're going to talk about business, but we're going to put that off a little bit. That'll be a podcast in the future because there's a timely subject that we need to talk about today. It's a new year. It's a new president. There's all sorts of things to talk about. Gentlemen, how are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Absolutely. So Jose and Jeff, you guys brought this topic to me. You said it's timely. I agree 100%. We're going to see a lot of changes, right? And I know that a new year is a, is a time when most people, you know, make resolutions and they, they have big plans. Uh, but we also know statistically, I think by the third week of January, most people have fallen off the wagon of their, of their resolutions. So what are we going to talk about today? What's, what's the import, most important piece that we need to know for a new year and the new president? You know, when you look at 2020, I don't know what more could have happened uh, with the pandemic and the virus and uh, the stock market uh, uh, correcting like it did back mm-hmm. in March, uh, elections in November, and then here we are, new year, new president. And I think it's uh, it's always a good time, not just being a new year, but with all the changes and the type of year that we had that, you know, that we stop, call time out, get organized and think about, uh, you know, what's our plan for the year? What's our plan for our life? And um, kind of press a reset button and uh, figure out what the plan is. And I, I would say on me, and who would have ever thought, you know, as we planned going into the future, what always concerned me was another anthrax or a twin tower or something, mm-hmm. in world events you can't control. But, you know, having a pandemic, I tell you, that was, that was an experience I think all of us will never forget. And I think it really got families to really kind of reset, rethink, reevaluate, you know, things that are really important to us and, and uh, time to really think through what we really want. And some of us, sometimes we find ourselves chasing something that really is not that important. And when mm-hmm. you go through a situation like this, it just makes you really rethink. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because that's that's what I've been hearing quite a bit is families have been able to spend more time together because they've kind of been forced to, right? <laughs> you know, whether it's self-quarantining or just not being able to go out as much. And they're realizing that they, they missed that time. And, and this is a time that they, you don't get back. Right. So I think 2020 had some very positive lessons as well as some very, um, eye-opening lessons for us. And so moving forward into this new year, what are you guys hearing from your clients as far as like questions that they are asking you, what are their concerns and what are you helping them plan for? Okay. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of changes, a lot of life events happening. Uh, there's, there's people that are that are strongly considering retirement or they're within that one to three, four, five years of retirement. Uh, we see a lot of people changing jobs. Uh, we've seen a lot of people get laid off. Uh, we've seen a lot of business owners 
um, either selling their business or forced into retirement. So with those life changes, it, it creates a lot of uh, planning considerations, planning opportunities, uh, because things do change. And uh, it creates a, an opportunity or a, a need uh, to reevaluate where we are, where we want to be, and is there enough money and resources to take, to take care of the things that are important to us. And I would add, too, you know, when you have a shock and all like we just went through, you know, people are really questioning, you know, do they have a solid plan? And a lot we found a lot of people wanting to get a second opinion uh, and really wanting to take a look at what they're doing. And is there ways we could be more proactive instead of react to the events? And so it's been a it's been an eye opener. It's 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 a um, it's one of those things that you really start to think about. Are you on track? Some people want to be done. Uh, some people want to keep working. Some people were put into a situation they had to change careers. And, you know, sometimes I've, I always, my dad used to always tell me the place of my biggest challenge is always the source of my greatest strength. And sometimes we find ourselves when we go through a crisis like that, you know, it, it just makes us stronger. So give me some examples of what your clients are facing. Um, I mean, you're, you're, Jose, you, you mentioned, you know, they have to make decisions on whether they are ready to retire, if they want to stop working, if they want to keep working, if they want to work part-time even. I mean, they can continue to work, just not maybe a full capacity. What are some other events that maybe, Jeff, you alluded to that your clients are facing that you're helping them plan for in 2021? Well, I would say a couple of things that are surprising to me, which pretty sad on the sad side, I would say that, you know, there was, I had personal friends that passed away and you couldn't even go to the funeral. I mean, so, yeah. you know, that's a life change. And then, and then how do you, how do you reevaluate where you're at, you know, through this COVID deal and, and actually losing a, a couple of personal friends. That's, that's uh, kind of tough on everybody. And I think you just also want to make sure that you've got things in place for estate planning purposes, you do, you know, having things structured and how you want to pass things to the next generation, uh, making sure your spouse is taken care of in the event of, you know, if something was to happen and so and is the plan complete i mean if you know we all work uh like we're going to live to age 65 or 75 85 95 but what if we don't and and do we have structure in place to uh to do what we want to do whether we're here or not you know let me add to that you know i see a lot of, of you think about all the decisions that we have to make with money whether it's investments retirement plans insurance taxes and uh, I've seen a uh, the kind of a wave of people that are right at or approaching retirement just really questioning, are we doing everything we should be doing to put us in a situation where we're able to retire? Uh, going through such a big decline of, of happening happening in March, uh, just kind of really reevaluating, uh, looking at uh, uh, the portfolios as a whole, looking at debt, looking at income needs, looking at expenses. Uh, looking at emergency reserves and really just focusing on, all right, it's a good time just to get organized and how do we simplify uh, everything so we can make sure that everything is working together and that we've got a step-by-step -step plan that uh, takes care and protects the things that, that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you guys work with a wide variety of clients and some of them are business owners. Um, some of them are career minded and they've been in the same, you know, within the same company for, for decades. 
Um, but we did see a lot of job loss in 2020. We saw a lot of businesses fail. We saw a lot of businesses grow, which is a good thing, you know, e- even though there was a pandemic. Um, so how do you address those issues when you're speaking with a client that moving into 2021, um, whether they had a, a business that struggled and, and now they're hoping to get back on track, I'm assuming they'd have to make some sort of adjustments to their retirement plan in any of those scenarios. How do you deal with that? Well, you know, it's, I would say it's like and as a business owner that you start to prioritize what is your core business. And sometimes when we get into an expansion phase, we try other areas that we're not really good at. Uh, we just, as we expand, but then I think that at times like this, all businesses start to really look at their core. Uh, what is, what are they really great at? And they become lean and mean. And, uh, and, and then, you know, times like this, you hate to say it, but it does become an employer's market, meaning mm-hmm. that when you do have layoffs, uh, you, you start to have kind of more productivity within your organization and you get better quality people out there because you got a bigger field to choose from. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, sometimes we can look at when, when times are bad, sometimes it's the greatest opportunity. So I would have to always say, if you ever ask Jeff or I as a CFP, it's always going to be, it depends. It depends what your situation is, but there are, there are opportunities and uh, we just have to reevaluate kind of where we're at. All right. So how do you start that process? You know, so the first, the first step is to get back and, and let's get organized. Uh, let's go ahead and get copies and take an inventory of, of where we stand, uh, what we have in reserves, what our investments look like, what mm-hmm. our insurance coverages look like. Uh, go ahead and pull out the wills and trusts and the estate planning. Uh, think through wh- what the budget is, how much does it take for living expenses in order to be comfortable, and think through any type of expenses that we may have throughout the year that requires some sort of money or planning to achieve. You know, from there, you can create a good baseline of, all right, here's where we are. All right, let's reevaluate, let's reset some goals, uh, both short uh, tangible financial goals that require money or planning to achieve, and then just kind of reevaluate and readdress the plan, uh, not only for the year, but for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Jose, anything to add to that? You know, like uh, we, you know, there's really four questions we want to answer in every area of planning, and that's number one is how much cash reserves you should have or how to get it there. Number two, what's the best way to reduce or eliminate debt on a schedule that works for you? Number three, we answer four questions in the insurance area. Should you have it at all? If you should have it, what's the right kind and amount for you? And number four, how to allocate your assets where you have the highest probability of achieving your goals. And asset allocation is so important. And you saw that through March. You saw the travel agency, the hotels, and mm-hmm. those took a big dip. And then you had another sector of the home depots and office depots and you know, technology that, that took off. So being well allocated and so you have the highest probability and we're not trying to hit home runs. We just want good little singles, and uh, that way we want good steady growth. And one thing I like to share with clients, we can't make people rich, but we can darn sure prevent them from being poor. Yeah, no, I think that's on everybody's mind right now is the uh, the latter. They, they definitely, I think, would find more value in that, just being stable. Coming out of 2020, I think that's the, the key word for what 2020 was, was unpredictability and unstable. We, we just didn't know what was going to happen next. There was kind of a running joke. You know, the, the last thing we're waiting for is an alien invasion because <laughs> that's the only piece that we're missing from that year. Um, looking forward to a 2021 that's a little different, I, I would hope. Uh, but I was just thinking as you guys were talking, there's 
some people were actually able to save some money, right? So just taking one instance, maybe people were planning on a large wedding. Well, those couldn't even happen. So instead of a $50,000 wedding, maybe they ended up with about a $5,000 wedding. So there's some savings there within the family. Um, are, are you seeing your, your uh, families that you're working with, are they managing their money better because they're being a little bit more protective or, or what do you see in there? I see a little, I see a little bit of both. I think it kind of, uh, stress the importance of having different buckets of money for different things, whether it's weddings or travel plans or, uh, down payments on houses or second homes, um, as well as college funding, retirement plans. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's so much of the investment world that you see that treats investments in a vacuum. Uh, it's either all growth or all safe. Uh, but the portfolios and the, the people that had a game plan and had different buckets of money intended for different things uh, with the appropriate investment philosophy and strategy for each of those buckets came out okay. Uh, because when things did get bad, uh, it was somewhat expected. Uh, expectations were kind of laid out. It's okay because that's more of a longer-term bucket of money. Uh, we're just going to go to this bucket and use it for these things. And uh, that was able to really provide an environment that was able to weather the storm uh, more so than years past. And I would add to that when, when Jeff talks about money and motion, and let's, let's touch on just the stimulus package alone. We were interviewed by CBS, I guess, about a couple months ago during this crisis. And uh, they said, well, you know, what, what type, what happens to the stimulus money? And I said, well, there's three flows of money. Well, number one, you got people that are going to save it and put it in the bank. Well, that stirs the economy because what the banks do with that money is they loan out money to businesses. Number two, some people are going to pay off debt. And when you pay off debt, that increases your cash flow. So when you, have, when you have increased cash flow, you, you buy things that are important to you. And, and the third thing is people go out and they, you know, with the stimulus money, they went and purchased goods, uh, TVs or whatever they wanted to purchase. And that stimulates the economy. So anytime you've got money in motion, it's a good thing. So coming out of this year, I know it surprised a lot of folks why the market is actually uh, growing, but it's actually growing because we had a lot of money in motion and people are doing and prioritizing the things that are important to them. But either way, it all benefited the economy as a whole. Got it. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, I think that the, it was a fantastic move. I'm glad the government did it. We also know, unfortunately, that because of the different stimulus, they're going to want the money back, and that's taxes, and that's not everybody's favorite subject. Um, and I know that this is something that you cover with your clients. What are you telling them about 2021 when it comes to taxes? You know, really, there's the taxes are on two fronts. I think when you talk about this type of this amount of stimulus and just money being printed, um, there's at some point there is a day of reckoning. So uh, it looks like with the tight uh, Senate seats and the uh, Republicans gaining control of the House that some of the big tax concerns uh, may not happen this year, uh, it may be pushed into next year, although it doesn't and may not affect the majority of the people, but those making more than 400000 a year, um, at the end of the day, you know, taxes, you're either, you're either going to fill them directly or indirectly. Uh, so, you know, one, thinking through money that's needed now, uh, money that's being saved for the future, uh, do we have them in the right spots? Are we taking advantage of tax deductible 
IRAs and 401ks? Are we taking advantage of the Roth IRAs that allows money to grow tax-deferred, tax-free? Reevaluating money that's invested outside of uh, retirement plans? Are we using ETFs and indexes to create more tax efficiency? But I think that, you know, taking a little bit longer term approach to money and how it's invested and the intent and the needs that, you know, we're wanting to accomplish, making sure that we're looking at taxes, not just now, mm-hmm. but also as we grow and save money for the future. And I would just just one correction: the Democrats control the House, but it's by a slim majority. And, and so, as we uh, move forward, we believe taxes are going to go up, so we've got to prepare for that. And that's why Jeff talked about different buckets of money for mm-hmm. different purposes. And so, you know, it's just being proactive in our planning and and why pay taxes when we don't need to, and there are vehicles that are tax deferred vehicles. So we've got to consider all that, and it just depends what, what a family is saving for and what's, what's important to them and prioritize where we want to go, and we draw a roadmap that bridges the gap from where we are to where they want to be. So um, it's, it's, you know, the, 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 pol- the politics side, the main thing is, is money in motion. And if you think about the money that, that, you know, the three types of people that I just described, you know, they're paying taxes, and if they purchase goods and services, they're paying taxes. And then they're going to purchase whatever's important to them, and they're going to pay taxes. So as long as the money keeps moving and we've got the money in circulation, those tax revenues are going to come back in a, in a fast way. Good point. Very, very good point. All right, we're as we begin to wrap up this podcast, um, there are people that are listening to this that aren't currently working with you and your team. Um, I'm assuming there are also some that are probably listening to this that that aren't working with any advisor, uh, which we would encourage you to reach out to a professional to to do some planning. Um, but what would your guys's message be to to whoever's listening to this for for 2021? What would your final message be? Um, I'll take that. Um, you know, I think the message would be that every decision you make with money impacts everything else. So you have to take a, a holistic approach to your finances and the things that are important. So um, if you can think through uh, where you are, where you want to be, uh, get as organized and, and simplified as possible uh, in order to help make smart choices with money, um, we'd encourage you to just call time out, get organized, um, put your visit with your financial advisor if you don't have one, uh, come see us, and uh, we can not only help create a plan, but we have a team of specialists that can help implement it and hold you accountable as well. All right. Jose, anything to add? Well, I would just say, if you don't want to be held accountable, we're not the ones to see. If you want to be held <laughs> accountable, we're definitely the ones to see. So if if you like things organized, if you like to be in control and know exactly where you're at, of course, you know, I'm pretty biased. I think we're the people to see. But the fact is, go get a second opinion. Uh, it's it's really crucial. At least have validation. The worst thing that can happen is you're in great shape in all areas of planning. Some people think that financial planning is just your investment planning, but it's not. It's it's all tied together as one big web. Your taxes, your insurance, investments, retirement, estate planning, cash flow, budgeting, business planning, all it all has to connect, mm-hmm. but it has to fit your picture. So I just encourage people to call time out, really go see a couple of people, and then you're going to be more confident. And I think confidence leads to living life on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got to say what I, what I love is the fact that you didn't, Jose, you didn't say, you know, if you're working with an advisor, go get a second opinion. Or 
you didn't say that at all. What you said is go get a second opinion. And I know you well enough that you would even say that to your own clients, right? You would say, Hey, it's always good to get a second set of eyes because you're firm in the belief that what you guys do is so comprehensive that it covers all those things that you just spoke about. So I love the fact that you just, you didn't single out people that are working with other advisors. You gave that advice to everyone listening to this podcast. That's fantastic. All right. So, uh, the guys sent me a document, uh, and, and I've been, I had a chance to review it. It's pursuing a better investment experience. And that's the next podcast that you're going to hear. Um, especially if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get an alert on your phone, letting you know it's out, but there's a document. Is this a client facing document? Is this something that anybody can get guys? Uh, yes, it is actually. All right. Fantastic. Well, that'll be on the next podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to it and we'll give information of how you guys can get a hold of that document. Uh, but if you're thinking about 2021 and you've maybe you've made some New Year's resolutions or you're thinking that you need to make and create a plan, I encourage you to reach out to Jose and his team. They are fantastic and they'd, they'd love to meet with you. Uh, so, guys, how do they get a hold of you? What's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Well, you know, if, if they're out of state, it's 1-800-436-1213. If they're local, 903-533-8585. Or they can go to our website, FelicianoFinancial.com. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. You bet. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Good talk to you. All right. And the last thank you goes to you, listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Live Life on Purpose podcast with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you for listening today. For everyone at Feliciano Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Feliciano Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.